sue me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Sue me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yo, yo, yo. Look, look. Sue me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Smack about two racks on handmade do racks. Sue me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. That's everybody from sports to college class to rap. Welcome back to another episode of the Unexpected Podcast. My name is KP, the voice of perspective. And I'm Reese Boogie, Mr. Outside himself. How y'all doing? Uh, We're going to go into the sponsorship. We're sponsored by OST Liquor Store off 288 OST. They have uh whatever you need. If you're in an area on the third ward, south side area, go over there and get it. They got party packets. They got the best prices in Houston. Make sure y'all stop by OST Liquor Store and get what you need. Shout out to them. Also, a surprise for our listeners today, we have a new luxury ride share called Alto now in Houston. That's A-L-T-O. They're also in L.A., D.C., da- Dallas, and Miami. Okay. Um, they're giving our our listeners $100 in ride share credit. So use our code ALTOHOUE. So that's A-L-T-O-H-O-U for Houston, 100. And you just put that in there, and they'll give you your $100 of credit. And $100 is a lot. It is. Today, one of our topics, expectations, right? What are those expectations of your work, um, your family, friends, your relationships? Boundaries. And boundaries, right? Mm. Like, so they can run parallel, totally different, but your expectations set your boundaries. So right. what kind of work boundaries or work work expectations do you have? As far as relationships go? Well, whichever one. Uh I've been at the same job for like 15 years. So Ooh, my expectations longevity. is longevity. <laughs> but yeah, my expectations at work, man, at this point is just to get to work, do your eight and you straight. You know, I, uh, I don't really do too much at work. I hang out with a few coworkers, but you know, as far as that, I work with kids. So my expectations is just get the job done, you know? Okay. So like, I have like, I don't know, over the years I started developing like just, Good boundaries, but as far as my expectations when it comes to like a company, right. like it has to be mutually beneficial. You know, of course you'll go to work for a paycheck, but what else? Like, is my environment cool? Like, is the culture? You definitely got to be happy, right? Like, mm. you can't stress me out every day and expect for me to have you know a good attitude about coming At to work, work right? Yeah. So I want to be treated respectfully, just like any other relationship, treated respectfully. Uh, you know. Make sure, of course, I'm getting paid right, right, but at the same time, like, you know, offer me some kind of reward for being there, whether it's progression in the field or education or whatever the case may be. Um, and we got to learn how to negotiate a lot of stuff because a lot of st- a lot of times we just taking what they offer. And a lot of jobs are underpaid, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially, especially in Houston. Especially in the field. I mean, working with juveniles, man. Cause mm-hmm. We wrap we so many caps mm-hmm. as far as you a counselor, you're a therapist, you're a, a, a father figure, mother figure, yeah. big brother, big sister. The you know, police sometimes. Right. Yeah, you definitely the police <laughs> because if they got an altercation, you got to make sure yeah. that they, uh, you got to break up the fight or whatever. But you the police without the weapons. Right. Right. <laughs> right. So it's even crazier. Like the expectation of y'all is high to right. perform. And, and we, we underpaid, but I, like I said, I love working with kids. Yeah. I think it's my calling, you know, as far as working with juveniles, but we definitely underpaid when it comes to that. So I would say expectations is to 
get a little bit more money. Yeah. Like soon. And also in education. And even though I'm more on the counselor side, working with individuals with disabilities, but I'm in a education hierarchy in higher education the pay is about the same. I think in any really social service field where you're working mm-hmm. with people is underpaid. Did you go to school for that? Yeah, so I have my master's in counseling. Mm. Um, and, you know, I, I'm i actually coming up on my 10th year of being in higher education. Oh, that's great. So I know, that's right? longevity too, huh? Yeah, yeah, I didn't even realize it until I just said yeah. it. Uh, they but, just give us like a little pen when we do man, like... see, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> For real, I ain't expectations. Come on now, man. you can't. When I reach fifteen, I years, swear to God, that no pin, pin, that pin, you can't. If I put it on my shirt, you wouldn't even know what it was. It's so small. So I would march down there to HR and be like, mm, "Hey, this I'll is what looking, I brought." Man, give to me a gift table. card or something. Something. Yeah, I need a gift card. I need a raise to thirty something. Yeah, I need something, merit but. raise. Go to your supervisor and ask for a merit raise. But the beauty is, I can if I stay on this job. But I'm I'm uh, dialing to a lot more stuff that I want to do. But if I stay on, I can't retire. I'm eligible in like 10 years from okay, now. Okay, so, come on. So you going to retire at what age? That'll be 46. Ooh. Right. Now, I don't think I'm going to do it, but that'll be too young. Is but that your I'll be eligible. A percentage of your retirement or the full? No, nah, it's a percentage. I got to yeah. do, I had to do another five to get the full. Yeah. yeah. So I'll be 51 then. Yeah. Telling my age. I ain't want to tell y'all my age, but that's it. Should sure. retire and come back. Like people work, get at, work at Walmart, right? At, at the door, or even there, if you still want to do it as a, you know, consultant or something. I nah, know. I wouldn't want to do it. I'm not, <laughs> I don't. I ain't gonna say it. But I don't want to do it. Not. It's stressful at times because you're working with a lot of different personality and them mm-hmm. kids. You know they on medication, yeah, and so they be all over the place. Some days, some days I just want to go and relax, especially after a Sunday fun day. I just want to chill, oh, you know. But then I got to wake up on Monday morning. I got to deal with. 20 personalities, you right. know, so. Right. It's what, stressful, though. What about your family, though? Like, how do you, how, like, what is your expectation for your family? And that's kind of a hard question for me now that I'm thinking about it. Well, but you, what about you? Uh, I don't know. Me and my family, we good. Right. It, yeah, I got Mine six, too, I got six siblings. and It's just like, okay, I would expect for them to be there when I need them. You know, but it hasn't been a situation where I was just like, Counting on my family to. All right. I think we there for each other for the most part, but I don't think I have really too much expectations as yeah. far as that type of stuff go with my family because we close. We yeah. grew up together, and I was raised with my mom and my daddy, so I think we 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 there for each other when we need to be there for each other. Right. Yeah, but the expectations. If I call them and I really need them, somebody will be there as far yeah. as that go. Yeah. Yeah. That, never... That's cousins too. I got yeah. I got a lot of family. So. Now, does that go along with your friends? Do you ha- hold your family to a higher standard as your fr- than your friends? Now, nah, I might hold my friends to a higher standard than my family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that's that's who I talk to more. That's who yeah. I'm around more. Is my friends. You know, like I said, I was raising my siblings, so we got like an understanding, right. underlying understanding. But we ain't got to really talk about it. Right. But as far as friends, yeah. So you my... have higher expectations for your friends. Yeah. Okay. So tell me about them. Uh, I just feel like if you need them, if you if you call on somebody, you know, because we hang together, we around these all the time, then, you know, I expect you to kind of be there. You know, instead of, I don't need nobody stabbing me in the back. I don't need nobody treat me no type of way. You know, it's kind of yeah. like setting the boundaries, though, Yeah. Uh, with your friends. So, yeah, I got high expectations for my friends, so they know that, though. I think it's so interesting with me because I have no expectations of my friends. Like, it might sound weird, but... 
I'm that friend that, like, say, for instance, um, I hit somebody up and they don't hit me up until tomorrow. I'm still going to respond to them like they hit me up in 60 seconds, you know, because I feel like I know that life happens, like people dealing with their own stuff. Own personal I'm not going to hold them accountable for making sure my world revolves around me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm, I'm truly just like... Well, let me, easy going for Let me take that back then. Since you said it like that. Yeah. As far as that type of stuff go, I don't have no expectation on my friends as far as coming to any event or nothing that I hold. Right. Because I'm the one I go to everybody's stuff though. If, it, if anybody know me, if you text me tomorrow and say you got something, yeah. I'm gonna try my best to make it. And if I can't make it, you know, I'll be feeling bad. But yeah. if I do them the same way and they don't make it, I don't really be tripping. Right, you know, so. because I feel like it's a lot of like those subliminal messages go that go around on people's story, right. you know, and they're just like, oh, like I'm done with messing with people that don't return, whatever. Oh, and I understand the importance of reciprocation, but at the same time, it's like you also don't know what's going on with them. With people. You know, Especially so. if they're going out for social media. Right, you know, like. You know. Okay, I understand. We can address your feelings, but why did you even go to social media? Like, we could have had that conversation. But people like me, you know, we got like big hearts, though. Yeah. You know, so I think I can get burned, I can get messed up, I can get hurt a few times, and I still do the same thing with the next person because that's just who I am. That's just who you are. Like, I'm the same way. I'm not going to change who I am. Yeah, I might have to stitch some stuff up and keep it moving, you know, but at the same time, don't diminish yourself from getting away from who you are based on somebody else. They got to live with that. You know what I mean? Right. And the older I'm getting, though, uh, I had a partner from New Orleans. Uh, what's up, Domino? But he uh, told me this when I first met him. He was like, uh, shit, the older you get, the more you're going to have less friends. Yeah. Because, shit, when I was 20, 19, I was running around with 20, 25 dudes. I really be by myself now, but I got like five or six close friends at this point. So I just feel like I feel like I lose a friend every year. I feel like our definition of friend change, you know, as we get older. As you get older, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so it's not necessarily that we losing friends, because in that moment, if we really think about it, like, were they really friends, or did you just go out with them? Now, mine was friends, but his. <laughs> I, I consider them friends and family, you know, but, you know, things happen and, you know, we have went our separate ways in certain right. situations. People grow and grow apart. Right. But, yeah, I have a different expectation now for people, though, mm. as I get older. It changes. Right. Mm. So what about, like, for dating? And I know we talked about a little bit about dating, like, last episode. Right. So we could keep it short. But, uh, like, do you have expectations for uh, people that call you call your significant other? Yeah, yeah, I think everybody should have some. You know, I don't go into the relationship with expectations as far as holding them to be a certain way, but as we grow to know each other, you know, I set expectations on, you know, really just understanding, though, really understanding And being me, consistent with who you being are. Being consistent. Right. Uh, a family person, you know what I'm saying? Because I got a big family, so I want somebody with a, you know, generous, kind heart type of person. But, uh, you know, just there, you know? Yeah. You know, so. I think for me... um Outside of the basic expectations, I don't add any additional. So the same ones that I would hold my workplace and everything to, like, treat me with respect, you know, make sure it's mutually beneficial, be honest and be kind, like, basically. Some people ask me, like, okay, so you don't expect for them to be faithful? Mm, Maybe, 
You know, but at the end of the day, it's tough, man. Two thousand twenty-two, man. That's faithful. It's tough out here. But it's up to them to be faithful. It's not mm. like even if I have the expectation for them to be faithful, who says they're gonna do it? You know, right. so mm. they just have to be able to understand that if they're not, there are consequences that come along with that. I agree. So I, agree. I don't hold that expectation to that person. I just watch how they are, who they are, and then I move accordingly. Yeah, because. Usually when I'm like talking to somebody new, they always be like, what's a turn off or what you have? What's, I forgot the word, but they'd be like, what's a turn off? You know, they always turn you off. I'd be like, I don't know because I don't go into a new situation with what turn me off in the last right. situation. because it looks different yeah. from, from, person from everybody person. else. You yeah. know, as I grow to know you, then I know like, I don't like that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Oh, I ain't feeling that side of you. Or can you please change this about you? You know what I'm saying? So Look, I once had a, I was, I dated a guy um, that had a lot of unrealistic expectations. Like right. he was like, Oh, I want a two person household or two person income household. We need to make at least $250,000 a year together, like combined. Um, I, I would like dinner to be on the table by 7 PM. Huh? Like, Man. I'm like, what? <laughs> and so he was talking to me like, yeah. Oh, well, you know, I expect for me to come home and the house is, you know, clean, right. smelling good. And so how long did y'all talk? On the table. <laughs> uh, 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 I know that didn't last so, long. So after I found that out, maybe another two weeks, <laughs> mm. just because I had to gather myself because I feel like, okay, as long but as did you, you like them, though. I liked him, but then when I realized who he was and what he expected, I told him, I said, I feel like these are very unrealistic. Um, especially if you're expecting for both people to work full time right. jobs and you're looking for me to prepare the meals, me to have the house clean. I'm not I'm not going to commit to that. Well, do you think that he was wrong for being up front? Though? No, yeah. but I determined that that wasn't me. Right. Yeah. I'm not the person you're looking for, sir. Yeah, cause I'm I kind of I'm up front kind of person, too, though, when things are going on. So, yeah. Yeah, so, but yeah, I'm, I'm usually up front when I'm usually doing things, so mm -hmm. sometimes I, I, I tell too much in the beginning and it kind of always backfire on me, you know, later. I don't I, think it's a backfire. Right, so. You know, like if something happens, y'all just weren't compatible for whatever reason. I believe in that. And I think if you do stop talking to somebody and they come back around, then I think, you know, yeah. it's worth it, so. So about the, you know, like we, we talked about the expectation. Mm -hmm. How do you set those boundaries where you have to protect your mental and, you know, your mental and emotional health? Like setting those he healthy boundaries for work, for family relationships, all of that. Uh, as far as work, what I've learned, because I'm, I'm, I'm such a like open person, I'm, I'm friendly. You know, as some would say, you know, I, I invite everybody into my world. I invite everybody to my life. You know, I follow everybody on social media. If I got coworkers, supervisors, you know, if I got something going, I invite them out. Yeah. But the older me has started learning to set boundaries. I even Ooh. talked about that with my therapist. She was like, you need to start setting boundaries because so many people got access to you. Mm -hmm. You know, so I'm always outside and I'm inviting myself to everybody's situation, but you know, so I got to start setting boundaries as far as... And you got to protect your access. My peace. Your access, yeah. access and your peace. Like, yeah. so for me, particularly with work, I don't mix... Generally, I don't mix leisure and work. Mm. I come to work. I do my job. I speak to everybody. I'm polite. I'm kind. 
I will talk to you about general stuff, but I'm not inviting you out. I'm not, right, <laughs> you know. I'm totally, I'm totally opposite. once in a while, every once in a while, there's one friend that I probably bring, like, take with me after I leave that employer. Mm-hmm. You know, like, every once in a while I have somebody. But generally, I'm very So with nobody from your work being your witness, what you telling me? No. That's wild. That's wild. <laughs> now, from my and y'all gonna watch, work, y'all gonna watch yes. this and see this too. That's crazy. Yeah, yes. you thought you was gonna be in there getting that invite. Well, you might not get invite. Also, with like supervisors, I don't, I don't, I can learn a mutual. There can be a mutual respect, but I'm not gonna befriend my supervisor. I'm not gonna befriend a, a person that I am leading. You right. know, because there's. It's too much. Too if close. somebody get upset, something happens. I think women think like that, man. No, 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 no. Nope. I don't. I, I mean, the dudes I hang around and the people I hang around at work. You know, we all kind of the same way as far as moving around with each other. But Even let's from the not supervisor label that too. as a woman thing. I don't know because because I think y'all think about that. First off, y'all not yes, even as we, friendly we as, think about as males it when it comes to that type of stuff. We have had to, you know, like whether it's with a males. Supervisor, woman supervisor, whoever, we have to set boundaries everywhere we go. Right. When it comes to sexual passes, uh, jealousy, uh, you know, somebody wife getting. So, would you talk to somebody at work? Have you talked no, to somebody at work? Absolutely not. That's another one of my boundaries. That's one of your boundaries. Nope, ain't nobody Sheesh. gonna be able to know me personally at work. Right. Right. <laughs> y'all know what I show y'all. They <laughs> say don't play where you work at. Mm-mm. Like I didn't play my work. <laughs> my work boundaries are very rigid. Like they're firm. Right. Now, when it comes to like family, friends, it gets a little looser, but they're kind of firm, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just got to make sure that, you know, I know myself when I'm dealing with relationships. Work isn't really a relationship. Yeah. You'll have your working relationship. So what's the boundaries with your family then? Um, Boundaries with my family is just making sure that I need, like, I do what is, I believe is best for me, you know, because a lot of times you get a lot of pressure from your family to go down one way or another, or, um, stop traveling so much. You're a woman or, you know, stuff like that. And for me, I see it as opportunity exposure, seeing some different shit, you know, like that's, that's what I see it as. But People who have never been outside of these two states, Texas and Louisiana, they're not going to be able to relate to that. So right. I have to even I don't though, do that because I ain't been too many places. I, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and I understand yeah. it, but at the same time. But like, I can relate, though, yeah. Right. My mom, like, for instance, my mom, and it's never any, like, argument or anything. My mom will say, hey, like, sit still, you know, like, mm. why are you traveling all the time, blah, blah, blah. Um, but again, like we got her a passport, you know, those don't expire for 10 years and she has never used it. You know what I mean? So it's just like, have y'all ever bought a tickets to go somewhere? That's what I'm planning to do now. You gotta, you gotta take her somewhere. Well, I actually did. I'm like your mama. I'm like your mama. Like I ain't going nowhere. People tell me every year, (laughs) man, get your passport, get a passport. And I'll be like, you can't miss nothing you ain't never had. So I don't even be pressing myself to get a passport. You definitely should see the world. But I want to get one uh, in the next month. So that's my goal is to get one in the next month. I'm going to hold you to that. Right. But uh, (laughs) as far as me and boundaries with my family and friends, again, I don't think I I don't really set boundaries. I think people learn as you go how to play with you, how to move around you, how to, you know, treat you. 
from what you put out there around them. Right. So I think mine is unwritten when it's come to me. Like, yeah, so people just know not to play with me. I, <laughs> I think, <laughs> like you said, you know, as we grow, I think that just like expectations, just like learning what love is, showing what love is, boundaries change. You know, like what you used to allow, you might not allow anymore. Um, what you... Oh, definitely, definitely. You know, definitely. so it's just like learning what you absolutely will not deal with, put up with, and then being comfortable enough to walk away when it happens because it's going to be important for you to, like, be consistent. Like we said, you know, if I say I'm not going to take you... Okay, so my mama taught me, a lot, like, very early in life to nip shit in the butt, right? right? So as soon as you see a problem arising, nip it in the butt so it doesn't spoil over and make it a bigger problem and all that other stuff. So if there's a, a situation where, say, for instance, we have a disagreement and I'm talking to you like, yeah, I might be firm, but I'm, I'm still respectful. Right. But if you're raising your voice, cursing, you know, whatever. You hey, short. Hold on. Like, mm. we I can walk away right now and come back and talk when you're ready, because I'm not going to let you talk to me like that. I'm a tourist, though, so I'm. I don't, I don't what that mean, Reese? What I'm saying is, I'm a tourist. I, I just shut down. I don't even got time to even deal See? with certain situations. Okay. I just, I just be like, I'm over it. So, do you believe that women are more emotional than men? No, because if we good, let me let me good tell you, answer. let me tell you, because what's going on right now with Kanye and uh Kim? Oh, Lord. I think in that situation, <laughs> Kanye is more emotional. I think more, most men are emotional, Thank you know, you. but I think they got pride. Yes. You know, I think men just got a lot of pride, so they don't want to do the things that Kanye West is doing. But most men feel like that, especially about yes. a woman that they was in love with. And it ended not in a cheating manner or something like that. Like, if you was in love with somebody, but y'all just separated, you don't want to see her with nobody else. You know what I'm saying? But most men are not going to say that. Right. So I would say that women are more verbal about right. how they feel. Because they're used to being that way. Men are still so reserved with verbalizing their emotions. But I feel like men are just as emotional, if not more, in a lot of situations. Whether it's you shutting down. I'm an emotional nigga. I'll tell anybody. <laughs> I'm emotional. I ain't going to lie to you. Every chick I ever really been with, they know like I'm emotional. I, I, I speak how I feel. I tell you how I feel. You know, shit. I'm emotional. Though. Keep, keep. Keep doing that though, because I feel like that's so important for men to have that outlet. And I think long as you honest, it. long as you honest, and you in that space, and uh, it's still a respect thing. Like yeah. the woman still respect you. She still know like, okay, he just he, you know, he he got his heart on his sleeve. You know, when he talking to how he feel. I ain't never been like disrespected for being emotional yeah. in my relationships, and I don't want to keep using the word emotional because. Why does that make you feel uncomfortable? Yeah, yeah, passionate. yeah. Passionate? Yeah. <laughs> passionate is definitely a good one. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm more passionate than emotional because oh, emotional Lord. is a tough word to use. But, I'm, but why? Why what? It just Look, makes we you... We're going to introduce a new segment, Wine Therapy for Reese. Why, nah, why make, is that? Nah, listen, I ain't about to get over here and put my heart out. But it definitely is just, it's just, it's soft. Like being emotional. Don't say it's soft. No, I'm just saying what they teach me and coming up. Okay. Like I'm from the hood, you know, yeah. so... Coming up, I was raised with brothers, my old man. You know, you, you want to talk to be emotional. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You want to talk to really explain your feelings or, or talk how you feel. Or process them. Pro process them, yeah. yeah. 
because you was always in the environment I was in, but I was around something, you know, yeah. that you had to be tough. So just get over it. Right. So don't talk about it. Yeah, I get that. But back to Kim and Kanye. Look now, talk I've about never it. been a fan of neither of them. Oh no, I, I used to watch the Kardashians. You, you, you I, on your own? Look now, so I remember when you know Kim. She did a whole interview about, hey, like, I'm just going to be famous. Be like, okay, what you going to be famous for? Like, you know, what's your ta- talent? Like, what are you going to do for the world? No, I just want to be famous. At that moment, I zoned out from right. her. Of course, in the years to come, there was the um, Ray J situation. There was Reggie Bush. There was, like, a list. A long list of black celebrities, you know, that she dealt with. Nick Cannon, like just right. So, so you kept up with it. You just want to no, fame. like the things I that I heard. To Nick the things mm-hmm. that I heard along the years, it just confirmed exactly what she said at the beginning. Like, did somebody th- tell you who they are? Believe but you don't think that's uh talent? I think N- I hell think no. I, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, especially what's talent? Listen. Just the social media people, people going viral for just making TikToks and you know Instagram. I think she's just ahead of her time with how she wanted to get to the place she wanted to go. So but I definitely think I definitely think she's she's smart. I think she's a businesswoman. I think okay. everything is calculated what they do now, over there. I will agree that yeah, everything that, see, is calculated. That, that's better than talent to me. That's almost like when you could damn there become a, a billionaire woman and people say you don't have talent. That's like delusional. Though. Like that's not really a talent. So it's skills. In my fuck is it? Because she had a sex tape. Is it skills? I just feel like it's a different mind. <laughs> like what? What is it? Huh? Because it's, it's a lot of people that's not talented but want to be rich, but yeah. they ain't nowhere. Mm-hmm. So something she did in that line of work. It's almost like a sociopath, though. Like I'm not. And calling looking, her looking a good helps, though. Looking good it helps. Does. I'm not calling her a sociopath, but if you can disregard anything, like natu- you naturally think about how you present yourself. Do you think in this Kanye and Kim situation right now, she was part of the downfall or you think it was him? I'm pretty sure it was both of them because, okay, so Kim. I miss like, Kanye, somebody, by the way. Huh? I said I miss with Kanye, by the way. That's my, I mean. I, I, I represent, I support Kanye right now. Okay. And the documentary was fire. Okay. Go ahead. Well, <laughs> uh, look, so I feel like Kim knew about his mental state before they went down this road. And had Why is it a kids. mental state? This is what I go back and forth with. He does have a mental state. He came out and said he was bipolar. Right. We, everybody, I'm bipolar. No. You don't um, want to be diagnosed with I'm bipolar. saying, though, I think a lot of people, I think he just, he's very honest. He speaks. He's honest, but he also doesn't have a regard for anything for else. <laughs> you know, so it okay, so I, I don't expect for you to understand it from the perspective that I have. Right. Because you're in the field. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I see it when people are having their crisis. You know what I mean? So, but I feel as though Kim saw an opportunity. Like she did with the other men. I don't yeah. think so, cause Kanye won. Kanye always been Kanye, but Kanye won Kanye before the. Do you this, think this they were before in love the, when they got this before married? the Yeezys and the and the billion dollar Kanye. 
Mm-hmm. Kanye was really in love with this woman. You follow the story. Kanye pursued her for years. Pursue, you think she yeah. was in love yeah, with him? Yeah, I do. For somebody to sit down, yeah, I think so. I think Kanye was in love. No, I, I said, mean, do I, you think Kim, Kim, yeah, I think was, Kim in was in love, love. With Kanye. Yeah, I think so. Are For real? Yeah, Kanye was even bankrupt at one point in time. Uh-huh. She but had, he had a sh- name. He had status. No, that's what I'm trying yes. to tell you. That they smart people though. He had status and she wanted to be famous. She had just why, paid why, another why choose dude. Kanye at the time though? She Kanye won famous then though. I mean he was famous, but he wasn't Kanye. This be fuck Kanye. He was chasing her for years. Right. But that's what I'm saying. He wasn't Kanye. Look, but she had just got caught up for paying somebody to marry her. You talking about the NBA player? Yes. She paid him? Yes. No, they had a whole thing on it. Nah, I ain't hear that story. Yes. Like, he he said it. I thought he was a weirdo. He just... He, but he said it. So, it's just like... Oh, you, he lied. You had all these... Come on now. Like, I don't, I, I'm trying to see what you're talking about with Kanye with Kim, though. I don't understand what you're saying. Cause, all I'm saying is, I think that she wanted... Both of them are controversial, right? Like, they do stuff for the media to pick up on it so they could get more attention on them. That's what they do. Well, they got TV I believe show. that that's the reason why they got together, why they produced, why they... But then she just decided, oh, I can't do this anymore. Now I need somebody that is going to make me laugh. After I've already... Soaked up this status and Kanye built was wilding, on it. Though. And built on I'm, it. I'm on Kim's side. Kanye was wilding, you know, and, and, and when she, they fought for divorce, wilding. no, but she was there for him too. When he went to the hospital, when he was, mm-hmm. she was there by his side trying to make sure Kanye. When he was saying crazy stuff That's about uh, yep. the president and all that kind of crazy yep. stuff, he was like really messing up her brand and her name with the sound of stuff she was doing. But she, she was went still. To Ellen and was like, I don't, I don't agree with a lot of stuff he says. Right. <laughs> I said, yeah, yeah, but. I do feel like, of course. Well, she, at that time, she was kissing on Pete. At the, it's, yeah, so that's a different story. I don't even know. Because Kanye about said, "Why you brought me to it's what it's called? What Saturday Night Live? Why you brought that's me to Saturday? Hell? Yeah, Saturday Night Live, and then you kissed Pete while I was there. So they had been dating, but Kanye ain't know. Mm. So, but that goes along with what I'm saying. <laughs> I feel as though everything was calculated. And then you wonder why you get the situation that you get. You knew his mental state before you came up in here, and then you. I don't you, know, man. You you don't think she knew? I don't know if it's a mental state though. What you mean? Kanye is just a genius. Oh my gosh, I that's easy. Agree to disagree. What name is Kanye? I think he's very good at uh, controversy. No nah, man, I think he in love. That's one thing I know for sure. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt that. I can't say the same for Kim. Clearly, right. <laughs> because right. she walked around with somebody that talked shit about him. So I got a, I got a question then. So she talking to Pete, and Pete know everything that's going on. So is Pete the same way as Kanye? Is he calculating with his moves and how he moving? Probably. Because who want to be in that situation with a woman who ex is considered a narcissist mm-hmm. and putting all his business out there now? You know? I, I would agree. I just think the in, the whole industry is kind of they always attention seeking. I think there's probably you get a paid couple, for drama. They do because yeah. they don't have talent. Well, Kanye Kanye <laughs> does, but Kim does. Kim gets paid for drama because she Kim a whole have lawyer. You don't disrespect Kim. Uh, What's up, Kim? We're not gonna go into that. Kim a whole lawyer, and she went to classes. I mean, online classes. I remember. 
I watched the show. Yeah. Did you read how she got her? I, she, I ain't okay. say I read. I yeah. say I watched the okay. show. Well, um, supposedly she didn't have to do. She took a baby test, whatever she calls a baby test, but it wasn't the test that everybody else got to take. It's the the baby bar. It's the bar but, to to see if you qualify to pass the big test. Mm-hmm. That's what a, a lot of stuff. Does. And she hasn't taken the bar yet. All right, but damn. So she's not a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Man, she got. There's no hate. I'm. Hey, one thing fact. about it, I'm for the black community, man. Black excellent. Yeah. Lawyer or not, she fighting. She getting people out of prison. So I'm riding with that. So a lot of men, she got freed so she far. Sure did. And mm-hmm. if that's not a talent, I'm glad she's tapping into that right. now. Right. Now. Right. Yeah. She got black kids. Yeah, she exactly. Got, she, she gonna tap into it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. she gonna make sure they all right. Now she's thinking like a right. regular person. Right. Mm-hmm. I think we can both agree that Kim and Kanye are calculated in this whole situation. Even with Pete, is probably calculated. So right, because in the past year they have both uh, made a lot of money. You know, dealing with this drama. Mm-hmm. Kanye with the Netflix. Uh, documentary. Yeah. Uh, the Kardashians got another show coming out on Hulu. Now that's paid them major money for it. So they got a lot of makeup lines and just crazy stuff that long as their names is in the tabloids yeah. and, you know, they're going to be ranking number one because that's who they are as people. So, yes. you know, but at the end of the day, I'm riding with Kim and I'm riding with Kanye. I want to see them both continue to win. You know what I'm saying? Because Kim Cole. Yeah. Huh? Okay. Who you riding with? Who you got? The people I know. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, well, I, a wise man once said, we're going to get out of here. <laughs> you know, always protect your peace. Yes. Make boundaries and definitely set expectations every time you meet no, somebody. he said that wrong. <laughs> you, you, you said healthy boundaries. What I said? You said set expectations every time. So set what? Set boundaries. Healthy boundaries. Take your time. Know. Be consistent. Well, you said it. Be Fuck firm. <laughs> and be okay with walking away. And we, we out. out. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yo. Yo, yo. Look. Look. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Smack about two racks on handmade new racks. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. That's everybody from sports to college class to rap.